0: coming up this week we go on child-free vacations ryan is grounded and we tackle the shooter mainstay r-type i'm ryan i'm andy and you're listening to weekend rental podcast episode
1: 135
0: well we're both back from vacations happy anniversary to you guys
1: as to you, yes,
0: we we got married at the same uh, same day, same venue. We just uh, split the cost, uh, so our our wedding anniversaries are the same. You, day. You still owe me a
1: little bit on the the keg tap, but we'll call it <laughs> I told it even you after not to spring
0: funniest. for Sam Adams. I wanted Bush uh, Light. Damn it! I, I mean,
1: I I guess my family is much bigger, so we're we're square.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we both uh, we both had our wedding anniversaries last week and we both ended up traveling without kids, which is a major treat. Um I don't know. My trip was pretty all right. We did, uh we did first half of a week up in Lake Superior on the South shore in Wisconsin, pretty neat little area. Um, Bayfield, Wisconsin area. So we did some hiking around there. There's a, uh, the Madeline Island, which you can take a ferry to. And there's a big state park, Wisconsin state park out there. Uh, gorgeous beach. It's almost like you're in Cancun and, Except it's on superior. so the water's like thirty-five degrees. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a little brutal. Um what else did we do? One fifty bucks at a casino. Never I've never profited from a casino. We walked in and we my wife's like, Hey, there's a monopoly game. So we put twenty bucks in and in the first five minutes we're up fifty. And I was like, Cash out, that's dinner, and baby. done. <laughs> yep. And we walked out. Five minute <laughs> trip to the casino. It's great. Wow. I'm good about that. Uh, we, we kind of took the long route home, went down south through Wisconsin. I got to, we got to check out the Lining Kugels, the historic Lining Kugels. Oh, yeah. Brewery in Chippewa Falls. So it's basically a glorified gift shop. Uh, if you, I mean, the brewery tour is of course different, but, uh, and then yeah, back through Minneapolis, celebrated 15 years. It was pretty good. Got some Cheesecake Factory as you do. My oh, I wow. loves the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah shared one slice at the cheesecake factory took three to go that's the appropriate way to do that um so yeah it was fun how was uh how was your guys' trip
1: uh I, yeah it was really good ours is uh t- 10 year anniversary so not quite to 15 nice. you get there. Uh, yep but uh we went a little bit farther we went ended up going all the way down to uh tennessee to uh the smoky mountains area and first uh, time there yeah nobody yeah. told me that how busy that place actually is and apparently we did it at like one of the most down times of the year really and there was still a lot of people so i'm uh'm I'm, I'm pretty amazed that uh there's that many people that go there i suppose it's like the only big national park on the east side where the sure. west side there's just like one every hundred miles it seems like
0: Did you see any black bear?
1: Yes. So here's the story on the black bear. Hiked all day in the state park. Went around, drove around all these little loops and everything. Saw no bears, whatever. Uh, Get to our hotel. I'm inside and my wife went out to the car to grab something. And one of the hotel workers there who didn't really speak English Was trying to get my wife to uh, come with him around the corner of the hotel, and she's like, (laughs) "Yeah, she's like, "Uh, let me ask my husband something." And she came in, she's like, "This guy wants me to go over here." So I'm like, "Okay, well, whatever." So he's like, "Come on, come on, we go over there, look around the corner. There's a bear just eating in the garbage can, like right at the hotel." So, wow. Did you go yeah. pet it then? Uh not quite. Okay. I decided against it. Uh we were already probably like halfway in between the uh recommended not be in the bears <laughs> radius. <laughs> so But as long as you uh, didn't become get in between him and his garbage, I think we were fine.
0: Yeah. Well that sounds pretty fun. Did you go to Dollywood then?
1: Yes, we did. Really? Nice. Yes, we went to Dollywood and uh it's it's something else. They say that. I mean, it's it's way better than like a Valley Fair, I think. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. There was, uh, we had quite the experience though because their landmark roller coaster, it's called Lightning Rod. It's supposed to be one of the best in the country or whatever. That's what they tell you when they come in. Finally, it was closed pretty much all morning. They finally opened it up and uh, we'll say this is the right time to go there because there's basically no lines on anything. Sure. Got on the ride and this is a ride that you uh get to the bottom of like the lift hill and then it act like launches you up the hill like at 45 degree 45 miles an hour. And then you're supposed to go flying over the first hill and you know do all this stuff. So we get there and you know my wife's pretty nervous about this and even me I'm like oh this is crazy cuz they're already like this is the fastest Wood roller coaster in the world, blah, 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 you know? Yep. Finally get on it, get down to the uh, launch area, and they start doing, like, a burnout thing, and then they just shoot you up this hill. We got to the very top, and then it started going backwards. And then it, like, hit the chain and started slowly letting us down the hill. And they're like, uh, hey, this is a common problem. Uh, We're going to come and get you off. Yeah. You don't want to hear
0: that on a roller coaster? <laughs> no. Problem
1: of any kind is not good. No, no. so we get off and of then they're like, Here, uh here's a ticket so uh you can pass the line next time you you come on. And you're like, No, I'm good. No, we uh we waited till it opened up about a half hour later and we hopped online really? again. And, oh, uh, man. It was funny because we're right behind this one person that was like, uh, "She's like, uh, excuse me, my dad's very nervous about this. He's never been on something like this. Have you guys ridden on this?" And we're like, uh, "Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went to the top, and they uh, we didn't quite make it. So, but second time went, and, then, and it was it was a great time.
0: Okay, interesting. Nice, nice." Yep. And you just took in all the sites then. You tried moonshine and all that
1: good stuff? Oh, yeah. Did all that. Nice. Yep. Got some good moonshine. Man, that place. Like now, they I guess this year they started charging $5 for tastings at all these places. Uh, I mean, that makes sense. I could see how you get people taking advantage of that. Oh, yeah. Like before when it was free, there's like four moonshine places. There's like eight wine places just all downtown. And, you know, man, you could just get hammered for free in the first hour you were there probably
0: that was uh one of the biggest disappointments from our trip not that like i'm a bit i don't we're not really beer drinkers anymore but like we still like to go to breweries you know and check them out like i mentioned and uh the place we stayed in the bayfield area for the first few nights there was one brewery in that town and it was like half a mile from where we were staying so I was like oh this will be great it'll be like the spot we pop in like at the end of the day have a beer so we roll up there the first day to check it out and it's in a bike shop, like they sell and rent bikes, like mountain bikes. And then there's a brewery in the back. So we walk in, it's like super uncomfortable, like this tiny little, like, clearly we're not a local and we're not, we don't belong there. And they look at us all weird. <clears throat> and then the guy's like, We don't have any beer. I'm like, What? He's like, Yeah, we're all out of our beer. We just have other beers on tap. I'm like, Sir, I don't <laughs> think you understand what a brewery is. You are just a bar. <laughs> if you can't serve me your own beer, this is shenanigans. And, uh, I was just like, what a weird situation. I've never been in that situation before. So I was like, all right, I'll take whatever Oktoberfest you have. And I guess we'll call it good. But yeah, it was super disappointing. Cause I was thinking like, Oh, this would be a cool little spot we'll pop in on occasion, but you know, one and done and super awkward.
1: Ah, uh, that, so our, uh, Wisconsin beer, uh, experience was, uh, I was telling my wife how so many bars in Wisconsin just seem like they're like houses with like Pabst blue ribbon <laughs> neon lights in the window, you know, and it's A new like on tap. Yeah, yeah. And they're in the middle of nowhere. Yep. And uh, so we're f- trying to find this place to eat. And she found this thing and said, oh, it's the best burgers in town, blah, blah, blah. Put it on maps and it's like nine miles out of town in the middle of nowhere. It's like literally nowhere. Mm hmm. And uh, I'm like, well, we got to go. That sounds like my type of place that I want to see. Go out there. Uh Yeah, it's basically, it looks like a house. It was built with a house. And the outside sign looks like it's from a church. <laughs> and there was no bathrooms on the inside. It was just porta-potties outside. And uh, Nice. It was, yeah, it was nuts. It's the perfect <laughs> example of a rural bar. And I loved it. Yeah. I'll have to send yeah, you, you a picture. S-
0: you do see a lot of that across Wisconsin where it's just like a town, an unincorporated town of like yep. 10 houses. And then there's just like always the bar, restaurant, and they're always full. But I just couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to stop into so many of them because we stopped into a few places where it's just like the typical thing. Like you open the door and everybody just t- turns and stares at who's walking in. Oh, like, yeah. I don't, I don't need this. Like I'm good.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was definitely that for sure. Yeah was the food good though Yeah, food was really good. Nice. Beer was really good. Nice. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh,
0: Well, so you had a successful trip then.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh that area is quite a sight that you have some of the most beautiful landscape possible and then, you know, in the main town it's just like nine s- store nine stores selling like airbrushed sonic smoking weed or something on the t-shirt you know
0: did you uh find any uh video games along the way
1: no not really there was there's supposed to be a pinball museum there and uh when you walk by it looks like they have some good pinballs in there yeah but i looked up the uh reviews and it's all one stars across the board and it's 20 bucks to get in And everybody says uh, about 80% of the machines are broken and turned off. Really? So (laughs) Uh, that's a bummer. They just fill the front door of stuff that looks cool. And then you get in there and there's nothing.
0: That's disappointing. I wanted to go. There was, I don't know if you'd heard, like when we were passing through Minneapolis, there's a new, well, it must be newer. I haven't been to, I hadn't been to Minneapolis in a while, but there's Tilt. Downtown, which is a pinball and hot dog joint, like specialty hot dogs, but it's like twenty oh, okay. bucks. Same thing, all the pinball you can play. But it was kind of downtown in that area, not too far from where Updown is. Which you know, as anyone who's watched the news the last few years knows that that area has been through some turbulent times, and even before then, wasn't necessarily the greatest. Yeah. So I didn't feel like rolling the dice on that for some pinball. So we didn't didn't do that. Didn't game hunt. Speaking of your airbrush shirt with Sonic and some weed. I got some of that, uh, newly legalized in your state edible THC oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Brought me back to 2000. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I took a couple of them. I'll, I'll say it gives you a buzz. If there smoked pot, it's like that. Uh, the weird thing is, is like with edibles is in, I'm not a stoner. This is the first time I had done anything like that in 20 years, but I figured, Hey, it's our anniversary. Let's have a little fun. So we bought some and like mine kicked in like four hours later. So it was like when we were in bed and I'm like watching TV and like I had, this was always my problem with this kind of stuff um, and why I don't do it. And I like had a full on panic attack because like it was way past when I thought it would hit me. And then when I realized I was high, I was like, high. So like I freaked out and was like, it was not good. It was, it was not a good trip for me for like the first 15 minutes. And then I calmed down. I didn't say anything to my wife. Cause I was like, I don't want to mention anything to her in case she's feeling weird and <laughs> yeah. paranoia fit. So yeah. So that was the thing I did. I don't know. It's cheap. I guess it actually does give you a, a high. I didn't think it would cause it was like yeah. hemp THC, but
1: yeah, it's a little bit different.
0: Yeah. If you want to buy it in Minnesota. You can, you can do it. And apparently it's legal in Wisconsin too. I had to check that out.
1: Mm. I, yeah, I, I, I saw it there. I think it's same in Tennessee. It seemed like it was same. Yeah, bike. the Delta the stuff.
0: nine stuff. Yeah. It's which, like, I don't know. Like, it's not a thing I'd get into. Like I did take a couple, like at the end of our trip just to go to sleep with. Cause like, yeah, it zonks you out, which is nice, but I don't know. I'd rather just have a couple <laughs> seltzers or something and call it a day. Yeah, not, not for me.
1: I uh, saw probably the funniest uh, strip mall that I've ever seen there. There was three stores right in a row. One of them was Hemp Rx Dispensary. Right next door was the Trump Store, which is was one of the busiest stores in the whole city. And uh, the third store was Dracula's uh, <laughs> Smoky Mountain Gift Shop or something. <laughs>
0: You know, that middle store sounds like it's perfectly in company with the rest of that strip mall. Oh,
1: yeah. That's crazy. It's America.
0: We were, where did we go? Ashland? Yeah, Ashland wasn't too far from where we were. And there's like supposed to be a historic downtown in Ashland. Ashland was kind of, they built it up to be like this great town. It was kind of a shithole. I mean, it's still beautiful because you're on Lake Superior. That part, you can't take away from it. But yes, we're driving down the main street, and it's like all these utilitarian like furnace fixers, like stuff you wouldn't shop at. So I don't know why they like built it up like this big thing, but then there was like clearly what used to be an old square coast to coast hardware sign that somebody had like paid to have a permanent acrylic light up Trump pen sign. And I was like, wow. yeah, I think I I think I've seen enough of what I need to see in this downtown. <laughs> like I think we're out of here. So that was, fun. wow. Yeah. There was one game store, no games in it, just board games. Oh. i got duped i got duped with the old like magic the yep. gathering star it's,
1: not fun. <laughs> it's funny because well, it's, the, when, you, when you like a regular <clears throat> uh video gamer walks into those stores i feel like the same thing as walking into the local bars like everybody turns like you're not supposed to be here
0: <laughs> right and then you try to pretend like that you're interested in what they've got and you all like three <laughs> minutes to get the hell out of there
1: yep mm-hmm
0: yeah, I did buy. Um, would I buy two amiibo? Because I hate myself, and my children love Minecraft. So, bought that pack on our on our vacation. So, oh yeah, it was the one piece of gaming memorabilia I did buy. Still sitting upstairs in the kitchen, but
1: I don't know. No, you got room on your shelf yet for them?
0: Nope. Oh. I guess. Well, I've cleared a bunch of stuff out, so technically yes, but yep, yeah, it's a problem. Well, beyond the trip, uh, I've been playing some games actually. So I kind of promised my son because we got back, we were gone Wednesday or Sunday through Friday, got back Friday. Like by the time the kids were out of school and I promised him, well, I'll have a couple extra days. So dad'll finally get the game pass share thing set up between our Xbox one and our series x so we can do that and play because he's all about arc even though i've tried to explain to him it's a hellscape and we don't want to do it he just doesn't <laughs> listen um but you know i had to install arc on the xbox one which is like i don't know how many gig, like 100 gigs close to i'm Jeez, thinking that whole yeah. thing is so in the meantime we there were some new games added to game pass death loop pretty notable one too that mm-hmm. i gotta try that yet but we went for something small and there's a game on there called spider heck, which is basically, I don't know. It's like asteroids ish graphics meet duck game, but you're basically a spider and it's like a battle Royale and you just have different weapons like guns, lightsabers, which is my favorite thing. Cause it is run around saying I'm the ultimate Jedi and like stabbing everybody in the face. <laughs> um, and then, There's also, which I think is a nice addition because it keeps from getting kind of stale, is there's an onslaught like wave mode where you can play cooperatively, but there's still friendly fire um, to just take out as many waves of enemies as you can. And that uh, has been a lot of fun. That's a pretty intense game. Like a lot of things can happen real quick and it's pretty funny.
1: So is it like it's not 3D though?
0: No, um, no, it's not. So it's almost like um, a vector graphics game is kind of the okay. style they I went for. And then for the most part, each map is like contained within a single screen. Some of them have borders that extend to beyond, but usually the map ends in lava or like a death zone on all sides, or at least the one side you can fall out of the map on. So it's this weird, like, and it's an awkward game because you play as spiders and traversal is kind of funky. So you're fighting, like you're fighting the game to play it. You're trying to get away from enemies and you're also fighting like the physics, but it's pretty nuts. Like there's some really cool power-ups. Um, there's a lot of explosives that you can like throw at people. Um, and the wave mode gets pretty intense. There's a lot of varied, (coughs) a lot of varied enemy design for a a game. Well, we've only, and that's the thing is we've only gotten in 15 waves, which doesn't sound like that much, but it's a lot like, it's probably like 25 minutes of gameplay. Um, very cool very very much in the vein of like a duck game but just a different slightly different take
1: all right yeah i'm all about that sounds cool yeah
0: yeah and i think you can do couch co-op we obviously with the setup we didn't but yeah you can do at least two-player couch co-op it's it's a blast the graphics are trippy i'd say it's like a good pop it in for 30 minutes and like all right i hit my quota for the night and then <laughs> walk away so that, that's what we've been playing for the last few days.
1: All right, so are you guys going to start doing Halo that way then?
0: That is the plan, yeah. Continue on through Halo once I suffer through some arc. Um, (laughs) Oh, no. And then we're also probably going to play some more Seven Days to Die. But, yeah. Oh, and then, of course, my kids have been playing Slime Rancher too because Mm -hmm. that beta's out and they love Slime Rancher. So
1: Yeah, it seems like like one or two times a year, Game Pass just unloads a certain number of games that's just like, I want to check out and play, and there was just no time. Like you said, Death Slime Rancher, that Hard Space trip Breakers looks pretty cool.
0: That you suck at parking looks pretty yeah, fun too. That,
1: that one looks fun. Uh, that Immortals Phoenix Rising, like I've always wanted to just kind of curiously check that out. And yeah, now you the Spider Game. That yeah, a there's a lot right now.
0: There's a lot. I think Death is definitely like the crowning one that was a lot of people's game of the year yeah. game and it's been locked on place. Well, PC, I guess too, but it's been locked on PlayStation five at console. So yeah,
1: yeah. that's cool that it just comes out.
0: Yeah. That's a big one. I think, I mean, mm-hmm. they needed it though. Cause they lost some big ones over the last yep. two months, but still very nice. Yeah, And it's so true. nice to be able to screen share or like do the game pass share like that and yep. have everybody have their own space.
1: I, uh, I did uh, try out your last recommendation, the Tinykin. Okay. Me and my kids have been playing through that. And yeah, you're right. That's that's a good game. It's uh, I didn't realize how much of uh, that collectible itch that I would have in that game where it's like I would need to go get every single pollen that I can. And I have yet <laughs> to finish a level with all of them. Cause it just seems like there's something I'm missing on each one. I probably have to do a guide or something to find the last.
0: Well, there's such big maps too.
1: Yeah. What do you think of the art style? Yeah. The art style is really cool. And yeah, uh, yeah just the, the sounds that they all make too. Like when you're stepping on them up, a, like up a ramp and what? Yeah. It's almost like a little
0: jarring until you get used to it. And then you're like, "No, nah, this does kind of work. Like it's, it's like a weird sort of, 2D su- pseudo 3D space. It's it's cool.
1: Yep, and it, it. I mean, the soap thing, just yes, able to zip wherever you want. Like that's totally something that would not be in a Pikmin game. You know, like but
0: it's something a Pikmin needs because that's always yeah. the slog, sh- sh- right? it's like backtracking when you miss something and yeah, yeah.
1: It just it's so clever and useful that way. For sure. I take
0: issue though with the soap now working on the water puddles on the ground. Cause that seems like the spot that it should work <laughs> the best, but it still doesn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a pretty fun game. Uh Kids like it quite a bit too. So yeah.
0: Well, I imagine the kids are liking the new season of Fortnite because you guys are all still addicted to that.
1: Uh, yeah, we've fallen off a little bit. I'll uh, uh The new season is kind of interesting because, uh, let me know if this reminds you of anything that also recently came out. Uh, it's a a lot to do with splatting chrome paint everywhere. Mm, This doesn't sound familiar. On different things. And, um, you can turn yourself chrome and then you can go through the chrome and you can travel whatever wherever the paint is a little bit so they
0: really just went for full-on splatoon ripoff, <laughs>
1: <huh>? <laughs> it's it's not quite the same as splatoon but it they definitely added some elements that you're like ah, oh, you're cribbing a little bit from splatoon which is uh,
0: that seems like a choice right there
1: right at the same time too yeah
0: isn't there some marvel stuff in there this season too
1: Spider uh think, gwen and yeah, stuff Yeah, gwen is the one of the main persons that you can get i think
0: Okay. Yeah. And she fits into Splatoon How. <laughs> <laughs> well that's interesting. Yeah, I, I've heard a few people talking about it, like how it's a pretty good drip of new content on there. I um I was shocked. I don't know if you caught the news. I caught it like right at the end of the day. But they've been talking about Overwatch 2 and like how this game's like basically out in a week, right? So they detailed some of this stuff. And like if you were new to Overwatch, they literally are making you come to Overwatch 2 and you get none of the previous thirty-two characters unless you play through like a roughly an accumulative hundred, hundred missions or hundred, hundred uh, uh gameplay Magic. sessions, yeah, Jeez. matches <laughs> to unlock them all, which is insane to me. Then they were also saying that. It would take you, you have to win not just play in, but you have to win 50 quick matches before it unlocks competitive. And I'd argue that like competitive what? and group matchmaking is like what Overwatch is all about. So, cause if you think about the amount of time that 50 wins is going to take you, I mean, that's like, I mean, I don't know. Let's say you're not good. Let's like 30 to 40 hours. You know, they're not short yeah. missions. No. And then they said, and they said that the whole idea is like train people slowly and not overwhelm them. But they, then they're also mentioning how things like in game chat and other things are going to be trickled into based on playing. And I'm just like, what, what are you guys doing? Like, are you competing with halo infinite here to be the race to the bottom of the FPS game? Cause <laughs> people aren't going to be excited about that. I don't care if it's free or not having to grind all of that is nuts.
1: Yeah. And could you imagine like the wind stuff where it's like, you know, you lock things behind winds and then all of these people are playing with random people. Yeah. In the regular stuff. And it's like all those, there's a lot of those modes that are just, if you know what you're doing, it really sucks to be with somebody you don't know what they're 100%. doing. 100%. Hundred percent, and then you're locking stuff behind things that win. Oh my, that's just gonna yeah make people more angry. Like and online, you,
0: and like I guarantee, i mean, I granted, I understand that there's gonna be like new a new base of characters, but the options for the different class types is pretty integral in what you're selecting for that quick match to be successful. So it's yeah. just like you're just cobbling people. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: It's, it's like, so stupid here's the meta, but only half the people can have the meta of the game. Yeah. Know?
0: They were like, and it's funny. Cause they were like one of the first big FPS games to be like, no, we're going free to play. But like, they still haven't figured it out. Like they just, yeah, they don't get the model at all. I just, I see people not giving a shit about this game very fast.
1: Yeah, I think so. I did. Which see is too bad that they were like, they're going to record voice chat or something like that too, to tell if, uh, then they can uh, get rid of the bad actors and the people that are, you know, being harassing. It's Good like, well, luck, though. you're going to record everybody. Right. It's just, uh, that's bad.
0: Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Like, well, and how, I mean, pff, so many people will be just playing on discord anyway. It's not like there's going to be any voice audio. Sure. There's anyone who's serious about it, but yeah, I, for as good as Overwatch was for a period of time, it's kind of sad to see them not really having a clear vision for what 2 is supposed to be. Oh, it's
1: not even a sequel, really, either. Right. You know, like that's problem it's number a, one.
0: It's a bad extension, is what it seems like. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, that's crazy. Not one that I'm probably going to dive into.
1: No. I. Just, I, uh, I just never got the the whole appeal with that game in the beginning with, but uh, didn't put too much time into it.
0: Yeah. We had a brief window, like when it was first out that And we had a, that's the thing is like, if you have a good group of people who play consistently and they know their roles, you're going to have some really good nights. You're also going to have some awful nights. Yeah. But yeah, I would say right around the time that they started rolling out competitive and like fine tuning, that was kind of where I, it stopped being fun for me. It just, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it at all. <clears throat> um. Well, should I, Should we jump into the picks thing? Yeah, why not? How do we? How do we introduce that? Like, I'll we'll have to edit this out, obviously. But
1: I would say just like your friendly neighborhood rental store. Here's your staff picks. Okay. Something like that.
0: Well, do you want to introduce it or? Yeah, me, I can do it. Yeah, you go for it.
1: So we got to your uh, friendly neighborhood video rental store and uh, me and Ryan are going to uh, hand out some of our staff picks. Mm-hmm. Like all the best stores had. Yep. And then there was always, you know, that one guy that was like, what is that guy's weird? What is he into? Always, yeah. And Then I found out that some of the stuff that that weird guy was picking, I was like, oh, maybe I'm into that weird stuff. But uh... maybe I'm weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> well, anyway, what's your pick, Andy? My pick for uh, this week's staff picks is a mobile game, which is a game that uh, stuff we don't really talk about like ever here. Um, mobile? What is uh, that? Yeah. So it's this thing that you you know it like phones, but you can actually play a game on it sweet maybe you've had it like snake if you you remember snake it's kind of like that
0: Ah, yes the nokia
1: got it so this game it's called jackal squad and uh if a certain game comes to your mind as soon as i said the name of that game you'd be right on what this game is (laughs) It's, it's jackal um it's uh cribbing a lot from that type of game where you're just a jeep going around you control the jeep and you're just shooting at things soldiers whatever is in the way and uh it's a lot of fun it's cribbing from a lot of other stuff too uh there's a lot of snk some i mean the art style in the menus and that type in the art of the cars are very much metal slug inspired and uh you definitely like save people just like in metal slug and they kind of make the same noises, and there's a lot of that. Um, but it, I was really impressed with uh, how well it controls. And like action games on phones, I just was never a huge fan. Like, sure, even the best ones, like Angry Birds, and all those, were just really short actions, you know, flicks and whatever. And then anything you went to like a virtual joystick or whatever, it just seemed like it was broken. did wasn't the way you want to do it, but this does use like a joystick. But you're just con- the Jeep is constantly moving forward, so you just control whatever direction he's going, and there's a r- certain radius around him that automatically shoots at things that are in that radius. So you constantly uh, just avoid different bullets the red bullets, just like shoot them up. Um, and then s- the best part is it usually picks the most strongest thing that you actually want to shoot at if it's in the uh
0: oh just like auto targets it okay yeah Yeah.
1: so it definitely says you know it'll do buildings last because buildings aren't going to hurt you you know that it definitely does some prioritization on what you're what it's going to shoot which is kind of nice um but there's a lot of other like little secret things in there that are pretty cool that I'm surprised they actually got away with for... This game seems like it's been out a while. It's like 5 million downloads or something like that. Holy crap. Free? Yeah, it's free. It definitely yeah. has a lot of the other stuff in it. You know, like, watch this ad and you won't die and blah, blah, And, you know, there's a lot of that shit in there too. But the base missions are actually quite a bit of fun. And I guess I'm at the early stages, so, you know, that's when they hand you out the fun stuff. And right. then... Maybe they get harder and then they're push more shit on you, but uh right now it seems pretty good. Is there multiplayer at all through online or no? Uh there's there is a PvP. I'm not I wonder how that would work if it's just like battle tanks, <laughs> you know, battle sure. zone at that point, or what the deal is on that. Maybe it's a speed thing. I, I'd have to check that out and see.
0: Do you stop uh, and rescue like POWs and stuff? Or yep. Yep, still all there, okay.
1: Yep. And then you got to take them to the airplane at the end and then they fly away. So that's one of the, you know, objectives is getting those things and then obviously killing everybody and but it was kind of funny cuz like one there's like three levels in a row where there's like a lot of tall grass. And you can see like stuff ruffling in the tall grass and of course like soldiers come out. And you start shoot, shooting the soldiers and then uh a little bit a few le- levels later there's some tall grass and some ruffling. And then the, uh, the dog from Duck Hunk just pops up out of the grass. Really? And then, like, Only five, licensed, I'm sure. Yeah, five ducks straight from the NES game start flying around, and you shoot all the ducks and you get healed or whatever. It's. Ah,
0: huh. that's kind of funny, though. I like it.
1: Yep. I'll
0: have to check that out. Jackal is one of the best co op NES games out there. Had a lot of fun with that. So, yeah. this might be a good toilet game or something.
1: Yeah. I'm. I was just surprised because there's just not a lot of good just like action games on mobile, you know? Yeah it's all strategy and all that collect three star people bullshit and um button done tappers. With that stuff.
0: Yep. Right. Yeah, that's cool. I had no idea that came out.
1: So Yeah, I don't know when it came out. Maybe it's a long time ago. Who knows?
0: It's <clears throat> new to you. It's all that yep. matters. <clears throat> well, my pick, um, While we were on our trip, we started watching this one again and it's grounded for life, which is probably one of the most underrated or like most forgotten sitcoms of like the early two thousands. I think it literally aired from 2000 to 2005 first two seasons on Fox got canceled and picked up by WB for the last three. Um, So we, it's kind of like, this is kind of our vacation show because for the longest time it was on Roku and the Roku channel and you could just watch them all. Oh, um, yeah. so we would we'd go on vacation, and, you know, you'd be sitting down don't have cable at a lot of those like Airbnbs and stuff. So we would we'd watch it and uh yeah, after after one of those vacations I was just like I wonder what it would cost to get this box set like if it's on DVD. So I got the whole series. It's got like three episodes that never aired. And it was like wow. it was like 20 bucks way back in the day, right? So we just brought it on this vacation and uh cuz we didn't have internet at the place we stayed for the first half of the week. We started going through the series again and like, yeah, like that. Every episode almost is a banger. Um, Really funny family focused um, comedy where it's, you know, uh, a family in the New York area, young mom, young dad got knocked up at the end of high school. So they got kids who are in high school and they're just in their early thirties and a couple of young sons who are mischievous. And then uh, I think probably the best character in the show is is the the father's brother Eddie, who's just like
1: yeah
0: a pseudo mobster con man guy and he's just like always doing shady shit in their house when they're not around <laughs> and um yeah it's it's a it's a great show um and the weird thing is is like i I distinctly remember it being cancelled on the w b and then there was a push from the w b to reboot the show as just grounded. And it only starred the oldest daughter. She had a kid with the neighbor kid and then the parents. Really? And they, yeah, and they, they had a pilot for it. I remember it airing and everything. And like, I can't find any information on it. It doesn't exist really? on the internet as, as far as I can tell, but I know that that was in the works wow. and they must've pulled the plug on
1: it. But that's interesting. Yeah. I never mm-hmm. heard of that.
0: Yeah. And, and for a short run show like that, I think it's got almost a hundred episodes. So there's plenty to watch. Yeah.
1: I, the thing about that show that was so good, I thought, was that a lot of it was like parenthood up trying to live up to like the boomer status of parenthood. And these people were just like, we're trying our best, you know, and just kind of like doing it the way they, you know, the best they could. And a lot of times it was just like, yep, that's totally understandable, relatable.
0: Yeah. yeah and it's kind of like this weird, uh, they kind of nail that sweet spot of like, we're not the Bundy's and we're not like the, we're not home improvement or, or, or something like that, but they're like kind of in between. In the middle, so there's yeah. like, yeah, there's, it's a good level of groundedness. And also like when you watch it it might be one of the first sitcoms that really relies heavily on uh storytelling out of order. Like there's a lot of like mm. contextualizing episodes in reverse or at least like piecemeal here and there. Yep. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty well done. I I got to say it's, it's maybe one of the all time greats. I, I'd, I'd, I think more people should watch it if they haven't. And I'm sure you can find uh issue or episodes of it on YouTube. And certainly I'm sure there's a box set out there for sub $20 like, like I found. So.
1: Yeah, I would, I would recommend it as well. Um, at the very least, then I, I'm not the only person like watching movies and being like, "Oh, that's the guy from Ground for Life," and everybody's like, "What the fuck are you? <laughs> well, talking yeah, What about? are you talking
0: about? No, that's the dude from Blade. Uh-uh, <laughs> it's not.
1: <laughs> like that whole show is collection of those guys that constantly show up in yeah. everything.
0: Well, then the I can't remember the actress's name, the wife, but. I mean, obviously granted for life did pretty well. And then she like rules of engagement was huge. Yeah. And she almost plays the same character on that show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she's a, she's a milf for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, my wife's not listening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was just thinking about that show the other day. There there's, there's let's say episode where they do like, what donkey basketball or something like that. Yes. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> Yeah, it's,
0: it's a wild show. I think it gets a little weak near the end where they really rely heavily on the daughter and that relationship with the boyfriend. And it's just like, all right, she's a little too grating on my nerves, yeah. but luckily that's right when they were pulling the plug. So
1: Yeah. And like you said, Eddie is probably the best part of that. And I could see how that after like many seasons of that, just being like, okay, that gimmick is just, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's the same yeah. thing.
0: I do like there's that early episode, like one of the greatest, like parenting life lessons where he's like his son, Jimmy. He's like, I can't go to the Ramones concert. I need to build a model of the solar system. (laughs) He's like, son, I'm telling you the Ramones, they came on the scene. They changed the world. The Ramones are more important than the solar system. I'll (laughs) write a note for your teacher. (laughs) Just like, this is so great. Uh, It's good stuff. Yep. you enjoy our content head on over to geekade where you're going to find podcasts on video games music comics movies and so much more and uh patreon exclusives like early access to episodes recording schedules all available geekade.com what's your geek So a new segment, one that you, you might be kind of familiar with. If you're a long time listener to the show, sort of, um, our new take on, on the old Byron burn formula. Um, every episode we're going to have the weekend rental, um, makes sense since it's the name of our show. Uh, but this is the game we've chosen just one game, uh, Andy and I to play through, be able to sink a little more time into, and just kind of explore from, from the, the depths of the retro past. And, um, we figured since we didn't have a lot of time with our trips this this last go round, we would go with the shooter because <clears throat> you can kind of get a pretty good feel for a shooter in in about an hour of playing it, um, or or less depending on. Um, or if you're really good, you can get more than an hour of fun out of it. it just depends on how skilled you are. But the game that we <clears throat> decided to play this episode for the rental is our type, a classic shooter. But we wanted to play the master system version. Um, I think this came out in '88. We were looking. Our um, type is, I, I would say, it's the one of the pioneering shooters. It's one of the first ones everyone uh, kind of recognizes. It's it's a horizontal scrolling shooter out in space, aliens, robots, um, power ups. It's 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 the basis for the whole genre, right?
1: Yeah definitely i mean having the other ship alongside you too you know yes
0: your option yes yep yes it's, uh, i more shooters need options and like i feel like that dropped off after a while but like options are so great to play with they you block your shot they got different attack modes um and and i think more so on anything with this master system version is it it's just another one of those examples of like where all of us NES kids having not even realized there was a Sega master system missed out on like what a showpiece the master system was as far as 8-bit hardware, because this game is in the terms of 8-bit, this isn't the best version of our type, but it's, it's a gorgeous version.
1: Oh, the Um, colors are just amazing on this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like when you get out of that open segment and the, you know, the black starscape fades away to like the interior ship and those tiles pop in. Yeah. Like, that's a that's a jaw dropper. I mean, nothing like that was on the NES, not even close.
1: No. Yeah, and the music's really good too in this in this game.
0: Yes. Yeah, right off the bat, I love how it's got like just the silent title screen too. So yeah. like, as soon as you hit that start button, you just popped right into that action. I will say, I think, and I don't know if this is so much a fault of the port of this version of our type or just how our type itself plays, but your ship is incredibly slow feeling um, in this game. Like you really need to, well, with any shooter, you really need to learn the patterns. But Like you very much need to know where you need to be because quickly adjusting is not an option. Most of the time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You, you really can't move too fast in this game. And then it feels like sometimes you do move too quickly to the edge than you thought you would sometimes um but yeah that said it's 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 a little slow it definitely chugs too in some right. you know even goes even slower in some spots just because of the hardware limitations but uh i will say this game uh if you got a turbo button this game <laughs> use it Yes, use the turbo button because, boy, your finger gets sore after shooting one bullet out. And you can't... It's not fast enough to just rapidly do it either. You got to just constantly do it at a kind of a slower pace.
0: Yeah, because that charge shot option is okay in very select scenarios. They usually throw so much at you that that's not a viable option. It's also... Another example, one of those games where they very much planned on you completing this in a run, right? Like dying is going to, depending on yeah, where you're, you're at, done. you might as well just restart because you need that continual power up streak to progress through the next sections. Otherwise, you have to be just phenomenal at the game on your base power ups.
1: Yeah, there's. A, I feel like there's a few bosses that I'm not even sure how you would hit with a normal just blaster. I don't know how, I don't know if you could actually finish them. Yeah. Cause they're, you know, kind of like vertical. So, which
0: is funny cause they f- feel very um, liberal with the uh, continues and it's like, you're just starting me at a no win situation here. Like, let yep. me just reset this.
1: Yep. So let's talk about that first boss because I feel like I, I had to look up how you even, got it and you have to and I had to do it absolutely perfectly and I was doing the safe stating rewinding a whole bunch of bullshit just to get through this just to get the perfect inputs to get this yeah. guy in one shot because like I feel like he just gets out of his little uh, you know cage or whatever and he comes at you and there's no way to get him and I don't know if I saw this game as a kid, I'd be like, what the fuck? I can't even like get around him. I yeah. think I'm missing something. Maybe I'm, maybe I am missing something. I don't know.
0: No, I, I, it is a brutal first fight and it's tough even to get there. Like, you know, I mean, it until you get in the groove. Like it's hard to even get there. And I, yeah, I very much see this as one of those games that I mean, kids were a little tougher back then, but I bet 80% of kids who played this or owned it never got past that first boss.
1: Cause yeah.
0: it is not going to happen the first time you get there. And it, uh, it's a little tough too, because it, it isn't always great. Like this game isn't always great at like letting you know you're hitting the right spot on a boss. You know, every once in a while you get a, a flicker, right. But yeah. like sometimes there's just nothing. So you're like, well, am I even mm-hmm. doing any damage or am I just shooting for the sake of shooting? You know? Yeah.
1: And that one's confusing too, because it's like, do you shoot the things off of him? So, to release him or not and yeah right it's this boss yeah. right behind me by the way that's, yes that's <laughs> not at all reference
0: from they didn't lift it from alien or any sci-fi movie <laughs> like that it is a gorgeous boss though like again yeah. showstopper of a boss um especially you know given the 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 colors again like the colors are just so rich on the master system compared to what you got on the nes i feel like the NES palette in a lot of games is really washed out, but the Master yeah. System just really shows like bright, vibrant colors. It's amazing.
1: But Yeah, NES feels like they had way too many blues. They you know, yeah. they spent all their palette on blue. Uh, but yeah, so so from there I went, you know, just decided let's just cruise through this game at that point. Sure. And see what this has to offer, and I have to say other than the final boss, I think that first boss was the hardest boss, which is nuts. Like this is like pre, I feel like this is pre like making games hard to avoid rentals. Maybe not, but that boy, that one's brutal. That's like an arcade thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I suppose that's, you know, the arcade roots, right? Like that's where it yeah. all came from. And I forget cause I didn't play as far through on this go around, but are there stages that go vertical scrolling later on? Uh, nope. Nope. Okay. They're I'm, all confusing side scrolling on this I'm confusing one. that with another game then. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, there is like the fourth area. I think it's probably my favorite boss. It's just one of those gigantic ships that you're just going along the sides of it and shooting every little thing on it. And yes. that's pretty much my favorite in any of these type, you know, 1942 when you're shooting like everything on these giant battleship boats and yep i love those type of uh, boss battles so that one was easily my favorite
0: yeah that's always a super satisfying one anything like that hey that's a yeah 1942 is like what i think of too when i think of that sort of stuff because it just does it so well Yep. or or even what's your your arcade game that you've got it's got some pretty good ones
1: oh uh, riding uh, yep. riding too yep. yeah it's amazing yeah that one's fun. <clears throat> um I'll just go through a couple other ones. The Area 6, level 6, is just a gigantic maze with, like, these ships that look like tubas. And it literally is, if you don't know where you're going, you need to be in a certain spot in that maze at a certain point. And if you're not there, you're just dead. These guys just squish you. Yeah, it's... That is a complete, like, you're going to have to memorize this bullshit to get through (laughs) that one. That was... (coughs)
0: <coughs> that was the quarter milker right there, huh? yeah
1: that one was that one was definitely rough um area seven not much better because every uh background panel would have these splattered red blinking lights that were circular circular red blinking lights,
0: oh, that don't look anything like enemy fire, or anything yeah like
1: exactly it was. It's a complete mess to try and find <laughs> which ones were bullets <laughs> and which ones were just avoid all the things. Yep. Yep. And then uh, say the last boss is pretty tough. It shoots at the end they're shooting like four, like homing missiles at you and you just kind of have to go in a circle trying to avoid them. It's really fast. Nice. It's really hard, but. Yeah. And then, you oh. know, it's one of those where it's like, congrats, do it again.
0: Hats off to you for having the patience to get through the whole thing. Cause I certainly, I enjoyed my time with it. I did not subject myself to that. You at least use a cheat code, I hope, right?
1: I was or just rewind. a rewind. Yeah. Cause there was okay. no way I was going to do it. Like you said, once you lose a ship, you're done. Like I'd lasers yeah. the whole time because lasers are the best in this game. Cause they shoot yeah. diagonal.
0: The diagonal. Yeah. I was going to say the diagonal. Like, that's the one thing with this game is, like, a lot of shooters have that, too, where they've got, like, the, you know, the floor and ceiling bastards, but they're so disproportionately small to everything else in the screen. Yeah. Like, picking them all off without lasers is a pain in the yeah, ass. You
1: can t- yeah, getting, you'd have to be right on the edge and not crash. Um, the one thing I do wish was a lot of these type of shooting games when you that you can shoot backwards is it's just a button, you know, just a quick button to press. To start shooting backwards, Mm -hmm. this is like a whole like you got to shoot your thing off and then get to the other side of it and attach your ship to it on the other side. And by the time you do that, your need for shooting backward seems like it's probably gone. You (laughs) know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes, a way to rotate your object without shooting it would have been great. Yeah, I I completely agree. Most of the time, I just kept mine in the back, just so I had like ass coverage from like random (laughs) shots. Yeah, so
1: I could have a bullet sponge. That is nice that that takes up quite a bit of the area that you can, you know, not get shot at basically.
0: Yeah. Well, and I always found myself too, like panicking. Like I'm like, gosh, shit, I'm in a tight spot. I'm going to get hit. And then you're like, oh yeah, I got my option. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. It was all right. Yeah. I, this is to me is like very much one of those games that I appreciate now and I think is great. I think I would have been wowed by it as a kid. There's no way I would have enjoyed this as like eight year old me. No. I wouldn't have had the patience for this at all.
1: No, I, I don't, I would have been dying on that first boss over and over and i'd be like this is bullshit I'm done yeah but like there's <clears throat> there's some good levels after that and there's some more bullshit levels too but right. it i don't know it evens out a little bit which that first impression you wouldn't have thought you would have thought this would just be one of those that's just like going to kill you over and over
0: yeah I suppose it's your reward, right? Like for sticking it out, you get to have a little more fun after that kind of levels out. Well, I mean, we're not doing the Byron burn per se, but we might as well use the same scale. What would you, what do you think you'd give this thing?
1: Boy, hmm, I'd probably get it, give it a rental. Uh, There's definitely a lot of uh, improvements they could have made to this game, but at the same time it was from 1988 one of the first of these more advanced shooters so you kind of have to give it some slack in that regard um i have not really played r-type beyond this like the the sequels so i wonder like how they evolved this (laughs) they've made it any better or i think one came out last year even
0: yeah i got that r-type final two whatever which don't get me started on that because i have the collector's box. I have the disc. I have no idea what happened to the PS4 case though. <laughs> just disappeared from my house. So. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I would, I would do the exact same thing. Um, you know, it's, it's if you're a shooter fan and you're hardcore into it, this is not the best version of the game. However, if you're a master system fan or just a retro gaming fan and you like shooters, this is a solid one. Um that you would pick up and play from time to time, but there's no reason to I, I think do anything more than pick it up once a year and rent it. Um and me being a turbo graphics guy, to be real, the turbo graphics versions of R-Typer are, are real good, so
1: it's it's like funny that it didn't come out on NES because it seems like it was on everything except the NES.
0: Yeah, and I suppose that's where you started getting your your Gradius and your life force yeah. pick up the slack,
1: you know, I wonder if it was just didn't have quite enough. Cause this has a lot of slowdown. There's some areas yes. in there where it might've been just my emulator fucking up a little bit too, but there was some graphics going some pretty nasty <laughs>
0: ways. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it would have just been compromised too much, you know, as far as slowdown. And when you think about when that, I mean, this ported in 88. So I mean, that was still pretty early on for the NES. And this was probably a late port to the Sega yep. master system. So, and I, I'm guessing the only reason this even got ported was because, uh, whatever that, what is the SG something, whatever that, uh, PC line that the master System's based off of, I'm guessing there was already ports
1: oh, to yeah, similar so hardware. Right.
0: So I'm guessing it was just a quick and easy, that, that's just a theory, but. A game? No, I'm not. Gonna do it. uh, yeah, I, it's it's cool though. I, I'm I get, I'm always wowed by what we missed with the master system. Like it just really makes me wish the NES had a little more oomph. We never knew <laughs> how how sad it was, right? Yep. My the console I love the most, I, I'm let down by compared to the master system. <laughs>
1: you might not feel that way when, if you were like a Brazi- a Brazilian kid playing as master system in like, street fighter yeah,
0: <laughs> this, this street, street fighter two port is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's probably still sold over there. Like yeah. new box from some weird third party publisher. <sighs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I think that's an episode. Do you want to take us out on this one?
1: Absolutely. So, uh, you can follow us on different social media sites like Facebook.com or twitter dot com. Um and beyond that, uh, we'd love to just get a regular old email, the old fashioned way, at uh we can rental podcasts at gmail dot com. Uh tell us what you think about our type and uh, tell us why we're wrong on why it might not be the best shooter out there anymore but uh until then be kind rewind bananas no more bananas nothing edibles